can find us at facebook.com slash the show. And you can visit our new home on the web at www.tracktune.com slash slipangle. You can also leave us reviews and ratings in the iTunes store. That was Austin Cabot. Hey, buddies. We're at Mid-Ohio Racetrack. Yes, we are. Uh, who are we talking to? This is Mike Taylor. Eat that mic, dude. <laughs> Eat it, baby. Um, we had a race day today, Mike. Oh, yeah. Um, we're at, what is this called? The IT Spectacular, uh, or IT Fest for short. Uh, we've had a lot of pizza. Lots of pizza. We had a few beers. Yep. We fixed Hondas all day. <laughs> It's been a long day. How come it seemed like all, the only thing that broke today was Hondas? That's actually true. We fixed, uh, uh, who was it, uh, Mark's car. Yeah. Uh, and he hit the wall a bunch of times. <laughs> we had to change a bunch of parts. I, I pulled off the trailer, and Eric Cattill. How do you say your last name, Eric? Cattill. Cattill. Uh, I pull off the trailer, and I pull up, and like he looks at my car, and he's like, dude, you got corded tires. <laughs> I'm like, no, those tires are like brand new. Only been on like five weekends in the back, which they don't wear at all, right? Except for when except they do. They, yeah, except they do when you don't have enough camper. So so Mike and I run uh, in the same class, STL. And Eric over here, say hi, Eric. You'll be on later. Hey. Uh, we all run in the same class, Super Touring Light. And we had a good race today. And happy to say I beat, I beat them both. <laughs> and uh, so Eric spots my corded tires on the trailer. So immediately my day is bad. Um Mike, why did my why does my car cord the, the outside of my tires? The same reason mine always corded <laughs> outside of its tires. So, like the 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 common thinking was that if I stood the tires up, meaning I took less camber or put less camber into them, that like I, they would rotate more and I'd have less I'd have less rear grip and like everything would be fine, right? But it turns out that my car rolls over and just rides on the outside two inches of the tire, and it wears those down, and the inside <laughs> the inside's brand new. <laughs> Yeah, like brand new, literally brand new. Um, so we had to play with my camber. But you know that the, the, that's the way my '95 EG coupe yeah. is too. Which I I don't get it because you know I look at tire temperatures and it doesn't say it's doing that. But yeah, but after you know after going through about three sets of rears faster than the front, yeah, which I, makes I, no I'm sense. I'm shocked by this. Yeah, I, I wonder what some of the other guys are running as far as camber and stuff goes in the rear. Um, you're at like almost four degrees now, right? Yeah, I'm at. Uh, yeah, for this weekend, I went to 3.8 because finally I got tired of taking off rear tires and the inside were brand new yeah. and the outsides recorded. I Until today, I'd never thought about this. And I've been thinking about Hondas for 15 years. Um, I guess I've never really ran tires that hard. But um, yeah, so the outsides of my tires, right in the very outside, right, and it, it looks like it was like fender like, like yeah. wear, but it wasn't. It's like the first two inches is worn and that's it. Um, same thing with yours. Mm-hmm. And so we're both running tons of camber now, and the car feels exactly the same. Yeah, my car looks really <laughs> stupid now. So does my car. All that camber, it, like it's hella flush or freaking stance yeah. make you dance or something. And I'm and I, I'm I'm like 55 years old. I, I'm not allowed <laughs> to drive cars like that. Yeah, you need you need a bigger vape pen, dude. <laughs> um, so how did you do today, buddy? You drove up from Atlanta for this event to Ohio. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I left 
uh, I guess it was Friday morning at like 3.30 a.m. and got up here to do the, the Twilight test session. Yep. Because I'd never been here before. And uh, how, uh, how did your first lap tour in Middle Hell go? Um, you know, I, I, I watched video, um, like, um, uh, I watched some of Tom O'Gorman's video and, uh, and, you know, video doesn't do much for me. You know, I thought I knew what direction everything turned, yeah. but when I got out there, I really realized that because of the elevation changes, I didn't. So I had a couple surprises, but I, I, I watched some IndyCar, I think it was Graham Rahal's video it was up, it was getting circulated on Facebook from IndyCar race last weekend uh -huh. or two weekends ago, last weekend. And it looks really flat on like the track looks way flatter on in car video. Yeah. And it's I mean I've been here a bunch of times but every time it's uh, I learn something new about the place. How do you feel like you adapted to the track overall? Um uh, you know pretty good. I mean one of the reasons I wanted to do it last night is one of the things that at least for me when I'm learning a track is to me it's good to go out and do a a session or two and then like sleep on it for the night and the yeah. next morning all of a sudden it just seems to Maybe take yeah, I always do better, better the second day. Yeah. Always. So, which is a yeah. big reason I wanted to get up here for uh, okay. you know Friday. I left at 2 a.m. with our buddy Mikey, who disappeared. Now he's been falling asleep in random places all day. Mikey Brzezinski. He's been shooting pictures with uh, our buddy Chris Sullivan's like eighteen thousand dollar lens, who's that's three feet long. It's 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 actually I think longer than your Civic was uh, when it got after it was. squad. <laughs> it's after Road Atlanta crashed. Yeah. It's the biggest camera lens you've ever seen in your life. It looks like the uh, Saturn V rocket. Yeah, when you stand on that end. Uh, so he's been walking around this place and the whole infield and outfield and everywhere shooting pictures, and he's so tired because <laughs> he woke up at one thirty, drove to my house, and we bombed here. Uh, it's been a good day. Um, we gotta put Mikey to bed soon. We gotta blow up his air mattress. But uh, what was your fastest time today so far? Uh, when I ran a 43.0 or something, which isn't in that terribly fast, but I'm Not still bad, being though, a, for first week. I'm still being a kind of a pussy in you a bunch a lot of places, of I left. think. Yeah. You have a lot more power than I do. You yeah. pull me down the front straight like I'm not even there. Yeah. I mean, it. you know how, you know, there's that guy, right? And there's always like that guy that passes people because he has more power. And, yeah. And I never want to be that guy. But I, I but want to be that guy I'm, so much. But, I, but I'm <laughs> I've that, never been that but guy. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, so I'm that guy this me, weekend. Me, please. <laughs> please, I would like to be that man. <laughs> yeah, you know, and actually, I have to admit, it feels rather good. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, dude. Yeah. As, a, as a matter of fact, I want more now. Yeah, you need 195 now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so give the 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 listener buddies a quick rundown on your EG Civic. Well, it's it's a, it's a 95 coupe that um, it was kind of started turned into a race car by a, a couple of guys, yeah. and, but never really turned into a race car. And uh, did Blake Meredith do the first cage in that? Yeah, race? Blake. Blake did, um, apparently one of the one of the OPM shop guys was his track car, and Blake okay. did like a half cage in it. Okay. And then Blake bought it from him and was going to turn it into an SDL car. Yeah. And then didn't he race ITA one time with it? No, no, it was never on the track. I thought Blake raced it one time. No, no, it was never on the Are track. Are you sure? Yeah. I think you might be wrong. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. We'll see. We'll see. We'll ask Blake. I'll ask Blake about it. But anyway, uh, so then um, uh, Blake sold it to uh, someone from the forum up in DC. Yeah, you picked it up uh, in D.C., didn't you? Yeah, yeah, which is funny because, you know, Blake and lives like five miles from me. So. That dude painted it he, and, he, like, made it pretty and put He painted it and, stuff, and he, yeah, he painted it and put um, the uh, rear brake uh, bias proportioning valve in it. In backwards? No, you know, actually it wasn't. Um, yeah, so. Did you put it in backwards? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> no, it was in backwards. No, it wasn't in backwards. You know why? Um, I was looking at the, um, the, 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 the sheet that came with the tilt and valve. Okay. 
and one of the diagrams in the is backwards. Really? Yeah. So your brakes were working? Yeah. Well, the, the, the proportioning valve was put in right, but yeah, yeah, one of the diagrams in the Tilton instructions shows it in backwards. That seems like a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so are your brakes working fine now? No. No? <laughs> How many years have you been driving this car? Two years. But I'm, I'm pretty sure there's no rear brakes. I'm not sure why. This car's first race weekend, uh, you and myself and Christian Ship drove it. Yeah. Uh, at yeah. the VIR 13 hour. Was it 14 or 13? 13. 13 hour, yeah. Uh, no, I mean the. Oh, oh it was, yeah, yeah, it was two years ago, right? It's going to be two years ago in uh, yeah, it was 2014, in o- October, then, yeah. right? That, yeah. that, was, uh, that was the longest day. It was a very long day. Yeah. Uh, it turned out that the car kept losing suspension bolts because the car had an off-balance crank pulley. And somehow yep. it didn't hurt the motor. But, yep. like, we lost all the bolts. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this is the first race weekend. We had sh- uh, done a shakedown at Little Talladega. And and I noticed a bunch of bolts were loose. So I thought I just didn't tighten them. So yeah. we kind of tightened it back up. That, that's the weekend we we got the logbook for it and then uh, took it to the VIR 13. We had all the distributor problems, but so many. We spent two hours in grid taking apart. We had like what six distributors, yeah. And, and we yeah. were just like mixing. Mix okay, and match. here's the distributor we're going to use right now. Change this. Put it in. Doesn't work. Here's it. Pull it back out. Change. Put that mm-hmm. coil back in. Take the igniter back out. Mm-hmm. Change the igniter. Doesn't work. Take the igniter back out. Put the coil from distributor three into it. Doesn't work. <laughs> it, it was the worst two hours ever. Yeah. And then we got it running by pirating stuff from Christian Streetcar. Yeah. We stole his OBD2 distributor, repinned the plug, and we drove it for like five hours. Yeah, and, and it was great in those five hours. And did uh, did he ever talk to you about what happened to that distributor afterwards? Didn't didn't the uh, the, the the center screw fell yeah, out? Yeah, the, the screw fell out on the way home, and like he almost re- like he almost didn't get home. Yeah, uh, but he did make it home. But uh, yeah, the the screw backed out of the coil or the uh, the rotor. Yep, um, and like totally destroyed a bunch of sensors. And it still ran. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> so that was a long weekend. That was your first weekend, and we lost the compliance bearing, which is like the main pivot. Yeah, yeah, like the bolts fell point. out. <laughs> yeah, the support point for the front controller or front suspension. Yeah. <laughs> so the going down, what, through the back straight? Yeah, I was going down the back straight at VIR, probably, what, 125, I think? Yeah. And probably a cloud of spec Miatas being passed yeah. by a Porsche. And a Mustang. Yeah, it, it happened to be like the one time we were in a gaggle of cars, and I go yeah. to hit the brakes, and the car just pitched sideways with cars all around and me. And the front wheel was going back and forth in the wheel well. Yeah, like a foot. <laughs> all this, all the way? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, was a, that was a long, a long day. <laughs> but it was really fun. It was, I'll never forget that day. Yeah. I really yeah, appreciate you letting me drive your car the first time you drove your car. Yeah. Well, and then, and then you got rear-ended by the Porsche. I did. I got rear-ended by pro driver Tom Long in the car that was also being driven by Randy Popst. Yeah. Um, I was just driving down the straightaway, and I actually pointed him by, and he ran right, <laughs> ran right into the back of me with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the bumper cover is still on there with that big hole it's in still, it. Still the, the hole? Yeah. You should put a slip angle sticker over that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Deal. I, have, I gave one. You can grab one off of Lee's toolbox right there. Uh, the uh, the car was pretty good that first weekend, but you dropped, what, six or eight seconds so far? Yeah, I think VIR. we ran like 219, 220s, and I think we're down to... We were on old tires. And yeah, stuff. we were on just takeoffs, but um, I think it was about a... 212. Did you get a 211 at VIR? Maybe. I, I think you did now. at majors yeah. this year. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, it's it's a lot better now. Yeah. The What were the big changes you've made since you've been building the car? <laughs> you know, it's just a lot of little changes. I mean. The car has an Integra GSR motor. Yeah. Um, and it's got, right now it does, what, MCS two-way adjustables yep. with remote reservoirs. Yeah. And uh, 
Would you run 225s? You do, right? 225s up front, the SM7 205s okay. in the back. Um, you have a giant fuel cell because it's also kind of an enduro car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I built it to really do, like, you know, anything, right? What weight does that thing have to run at then? 24? 20, 2430. Okay. And you're a little bit heavy? Yeah, probably about, well, with being the car, like 70 or 80 pounds. With someone light in the car, not so much. You should put Eric here in the car. Yeah. Skinny Eric. Yeah, well, you're not that skinny then. I'm only like 199. <laughs> um, the, you've been racing it for, what, five, six, eight events every year now. Yeah, the, I, I think this is its 10th event now. That's all? Yeah. I thought I you done that, that. No, I mean, it, it really just did that and then just did the majors the last two years. And yeah. the first regional race it ever did was two weeks ago at Road Atlanta. Okay. So this is your second ever SCCA regional. Yeah. Uh, we're not running a majors event, but this is a runoffs qualifier for people that took the divisional or the regional path. Is that what you call it, Eric? The regional path? Where if you run four races to qualify for the runoffs. And be top three. Yeah, and be top three in your division. Yeah. Um, so Eric just qualified for the runoffs today. Yeah. Congratulations. Good job. Now he's got to put a big motor in this little red Civic right here. Yeah. Um, we had a we had a pretty fun race today. Yeah, it was it was a blast. You were were you the first one out, and then he no. What no, positions were Eric, we in? Eric Eric was you were just in. I beat you. Yeah, 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 yeah Eric qualified. Yeah, Eric, Eric qualified all of us. Eric here has a D sixteen Z six powered. Um, what is what year is this? Ninety two. Ninety two Civic EG we call him. Um, and Eric is, uh, he has the lowest power and he's very good. <laughs> so he was better first today. Um, and then, so he was first in, or he would, he be, he was the first of us three in grid. Then you were right behind him. Yeah. And I was like six positions back. Yeah. And who, and who won today? What's that? Who won today? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think, no, I mean of us three, I think you won me tacos, Eric. That's right. We did have a lot of pizza. I don't want any tacos right yeah. now. But no, I tell you that was that was a fun race. We I had mean, a couple of good laps there where I was chasing yeah. you too. Yeah, and Mike actually got black flagged. So Mike Mike <laughs> lost because he forgot to put his window net up. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I mean it sucked because we were having such a fun race. Yeah. I mean I mean because you know so often you have races Blowing where it. like you know you know you're just kind of by yourself yeah. and it's kind of like a lapping day. So we finally were within a, twelve feet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just going back and forth and. And there's nothing like racing with friends, too, right? I mean, it's great to have a good race, but to have a good race with friends is just so much better. And we were right in the middle of that. Yeah. I got that damn black flag. Yeah. <laughs> like, we had, like, what, three solid laps where it was like, I can't catch those guys. Uh, a lot positions, and I'd be right on the tail of the second guy. And it was really fun. But And then Mike got that unfortunate black flag. I somehow got around Eric, and then he went off deep in the keyhole, lost his splitter, made a big old smoke show in the dirt. And then I was chasing number two in STL, which is a cheater. That car is so illegal. <laughs> so illegal. <laughs> yeah, this car was he had the wrong the wrong uh, chart weight on his car. He was sixty pounds light because he read the rules that he had a McPherson strut and it was a CRX and he does not have that. So you have to have twenty one sixty on your door instead of twenty one oh six. And he had no front headlight and he had an illegal front cross member. And he had more horsepower than I've ever seen out of a B16. But he was running clean. We had a really, really fun battle. We were running identical lap times at the end of the event, uh, end of the race. I could get him in every break zone, and he could pull me in every straightaway. But that uh, yeah, was a fun day. Yeah, I think tomorrow's going to be fun, though, too, because uh, we got – so today, um, 
you know, well, well, tomorrow the race starts based on what fast time today. Yeah, yeah. And 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 our buddy Lee Grimes was was is in the same group too. Yeah, we're sitting next to his car. Where the heck did he go? He went to go get Jello shots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go get Jello shots, guys. <laughs> it just disappears. Um, yeah. Uh, Lee had Lee had a battle with his brakes today. I think. Um, did he get them sorted out? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it's in good shape now. I, I hope his car is good. He ran faster than all of us. Yeah. Uh, did he but, get a 40 or 41? No, no. I think he ran a, a low 42. 42-0, I think. I got a 42-2. You got a 43-something. 43-2 or you something. You got a 44-something. Oh, don't be sad. You can run 42s. You can run a 42. I can run Why don't you come sit over here, and I'll hand you this, and we'll ask you about things. Um, no, the, but I, I think tomorrow's going to be fun, though, because... Um, it's based on lap time, so the way we're going to grid up is there's going to be Lee, mm -hmm. and then right behind Lee is going to be Adam. Right behind Adam is going to be me. Yeah. So we're going to have a. It's going to be. I'm, my car's so bad on the start too because the back end doesn't warm up. You're going down, baby. <laughs> the last two IT fests, I've almost lost it in the keyhole. Eric got it on a rear-facing video, <laughs> and I'm like door to door with a T4 Miata, and I'm going around the keyhole, which is the the, the turn between the two big straightaways. And the car gets super crossed up, and, like like Formula Drift style. And the same thing happened last year right in front of Lee <laughs> because the rear tires don't get any heat in them. Mm -hmm. And I had swapped to my SM7s instead of my Hoosier A6s, which are much softer than the SM7s. Um, so the first couple laps were hairy. But uh, the car, I mean, they, they have the same basic overall grip. You just have a lot less grip the first lap with the SM7s, which are spec me out of tire. Um, it's a little bit harder, about the same size and everything, but the, uh, yeah. So look out for me on lap yeah. one, <laughs> yeah. steer clear in the keyhole. <laughs> uh, it, it should be a good day. But. You, you're just saying that cause you don't want me to go by you before. No, the you keyhole. can feel free to go by me. I will chase the living <laughs> shit out of you. <laughs> my, my goal for the weekend was 39 nines. Um, I doubt it can do that. I know the car, the car had a 41 something on predictive today. Um, I don't think it can do 39s, but. With uh, the next motor, I think it will, but we'll see. Uh, Eric, uh, tell us about what you race and how your season has gone. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yep, so got a 92 EG hatch. Bought it last year. It was originally from, I think, Cali. It was an H4 car. Yeah, it was owned by Eibach. So I've never seen that. I, bunch it, of those guys. It was for sale somewhere else, and somebody from Kentucky. Yeah, bought some it? guy from Kentucky. Yeah, bought the car, bought this big trailer for it, bought a Touareg, dropped a lot of cash, <laughs> took it out for one session, looped it on the first corner. Right, and, this and is back when the car had nine hundreds in the back, four yeah. hundreds in the front. Completely weird. It's got setup. a really nice cage in it too. Yeah, I it's got a nice cage. cage. So he decided it wasn't for him. So put it on a sandbox. And that's the form that I, we call that the form that shall not be named here. I came across it actually a couple months yeah. before that, and I said I don't have the trailer. I think I it was on trxpo.com too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was all over the place, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to buy it. Why not? So that's a pretty good deal. I had a race car, but no truck, no trailer. You've so been then I had to get all the other things. No. <laughs> You've been expensive. I year, got the dude. race car first. I got the last part first. How did but, you go get it? Well, I borrowed, well, my buddy owned that truck. Oh, okay. And then we just got okay. a U-Haul. Um, I like Eric's story because he used to be an autocrosser. 
Yeah, and five years. And, and then how many track days did you do before you went and got your comp license? Uh, well, so I did autocross for like five years. Last year, I did a full season, did like pro solos, tours, and I went to Lincoln, Nebraska. For the nationals. For nationals. Yeah. Raced the STX ITR yep. by my buddy Todd. Car was pretty quick, did pretty good in nationals. I think I finished like seventh out of 62 people yeah. in a, the only like front, well, one of the few front wheel drive cars in the class. It's, it's pretty good. Dominated by twin. So yeah, dominated by the FRS BRZ. Yeah. yeah. So I had an ITR as well, my own ITR, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do some track days. So I did a couple at Nelson, VTech Club. Yeah, bro. So I did some track days. Hoosiers, bro. Did two bro. days at Nelson. Holy crap, was that track Super rough? Buffy? Like potholes everywhere. You had to slalom down the back straight <laughs> to avoid those potholes. Lee, Lee was telling us a story about running the. They used to call this race the longest day. It was a 24-hour race at Nelson Ledges. Right. And, like, in the 90s. And the potholes were so bad that, like, they had to put cones in the potholes. Yeah. <laughs> Back then. <laughs> the track was beat up. But it was fun. It was, yeah. I think it was $100 a full day. It's a really fast track, too. It right? is. It is fast. It is fast. Like and I went, I went flat through fifth in the kink, which was probably, like, the first butt-clenching experience I ever had in a car. Yeah. It was terrifying. In your nice Type R? In my nice Type R, yeah. It was, type uh, R, yo. It was a lot of fun. And then I did some Putnam events, and I did three Mid-Ohio days, and that's when I decided to buy a race car and do this whole wheel-to-wheel -wheel thing. So. Uh, so you've done, what, five, six track events? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little impatient. I kind of rush things. And you're already better than me, damn it. So I have, I have this build thread. I was showing my friend, and he quotes me. He says, Eric, you said this. I'm just going to take it easy this first year, you know, just kind of learn the race. And then someone posts right after that, I give you one track before you swap it. And now here I am trying to qualify for runoffs. And you're going to swap it uh, starting tomorrow or Monday? Yeah, Monday. Engine's coming out. I already got my <laughs> engine ready. I got bone building my transmission. So everything's it, coming together. Losing your mind, dude. I've, I've been, uh, I did 170 track days. <laughs> hey, I played a lot of Gran Turismo, so that's that probably about him. equal, I think. Uh, your car is faster than the sum of its parts, and I think it's got something to do with the driver. <laughs> so I'll give you that. Uh, we had a fun time at Grid Life, big Grid Life Midwest event. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. You changed awesome. your radiator because of that event. Why did that happen? Uh, well, because I was following you about maybe... I was, Two inches? Yeah. Three inches yeah, off? Like a couple inches right behind you for at least three to four yeah. laps. And I looked at my coolant temperature. I'm like, holy <laughs> Peg shit. Peg to max hot. Like the stock OEM yeah. Honda cluster. Yeah. And that's so you were I kinda, running like 300 degrees. Yeah, it was really so hot. Bad. And I never really been behind someone for that long because I'm usually. Uh, I came in from that session and like everybody was like, dang. That was awesome. We've never seen two cars so close together. That was fun. <laughs> I was so event. close that you went off, and I followed you off. I didn't go off. I put two off, and then I put the other two off. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was kind of hairy. But, yeah, that was a fun time. That was a great event. Yeah, that was that, so much fun. What man. did you think of uh, Good Life Midwest? Dude, it's so worth it. I'm still tired from that event. Honestly, like, for the deal, like, a couple, like, it was, like, 350 bucks or something like that. For three days, yeah. For the HPD. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. ran the advanced day? Yeah, I was just advanced. I wasn't interested in doing the time trials. I was mainly there for testing, just... Should have done time so. attack, bro. Yeah, maybe next time. Once I get a maybe better time, engine in there, bro. Bro. But yeah, I mean the concert bro. was awesome. The amount of cars there was awesome. It was it was just a blast. Yeah, I got you guys backstage, and your buddies were like so pumped. They were so excited, <laughs> man. We were talking to some guy who I guess he was an artist earlier that day. I had no idea who he One was. One of the it musical acts. Yeah, yeah, it was, it wasn't really my kind of music, but. They were having a good time. It was fun. I was having a great time too. The uh, yeah, the, the event was good. But how uh, how's your weekend going? You you showed up this morning also, right? 
Yeah, I showed up this morning. I live about an hour away in Columbus, so are your eyes is tired. The perks of being close to Mid Ohio. Mikey and I's tires are, or eyes are tired. Yeah, our tires are eyed. I got like maybe eight, nine hours of sleep last night. Yeah, I've had. Uh, I've only had a few beers. I feel like I've had forty because I need to go to bed. No, I need to go to bed. So <laughs> you got bad. more beers in there now. I see. Oh, hey, get shit. No, I need to race tomorrow. Put the water down. Um, the uh, uh, what? What problems did you have with the car today? Anything? Uh, car felt pretty good early in the session. I was on SM sevens in qualifying, so it was a little bit looser compared to my quicker setup, I guess, on two twenty five R sixes. Oh, the uh, R sixes uh, are what you ran. That's at what I ran the previous events. I normally run the SM sevens on qualifying just because I don't want to. Okay. I'm kind of cheap on tires as well. Yeah. So I got these R seven or R sixes for. Like forty bucks, but they're I think two thousand eleven <laughs> build date or something like 40 that. Forty bucks, so cheap. Trying to race on a budget here. Yeah, you and I are both always on old tires and using the D series turd drive. Oh my god, it's so slow. <laughs> so slow. And then we got Lee here running faster than all of us with another D series non VTEC. Yeah. Uh, Lee, what are you doing over there? Lee's looking at video. We're in the we have a garage. We're in garage seventeen. And Lee generously said, hey, guys, come hang out in my garage. Lee, so we, <laughs> we destroyed his garage. <laughs> we now have four guys in a two-car garage. Yeah, my car's on jack stands because I kind of lost the splitter in the race. <laughs> Completely destroyed. Well, it's still one piece, but it is not on the car anymore. You're, you're, you had a rear-facing camera on the car. Oh, man, great video. It it all disappeared so fast you couldn't even see the splitter. Yeah. Like, just, he ran over his splitter, and it just looked like... It look, you know, like when uh, Wiley Coyote and like the uh, what's the Roadrunner? Like Roadrunner disappears into like a, cl- yeah. a cloud of like dust and like particles. That's like what happened behind him. You couldn't see Splitter. It was just <laughs> gone, and he was he was going somewhere. So the, what kind of happened was there Mike was over the there got black flagged, and he decided to shut it down into turn one. Yeah, right. So the I had to go. Well, I had a you know I got maybe what one twenty wheel horsepower. So I had to kind of try to pass you and go, no, I don't. The car's slow. I'll give you $100 All right. you don't. We'll dyno it. Well, we got to dyno it before Monday. But anyway, so you shut it down in the corner. I had to go on the outside. That wasn't the everybody corner. Everybody caught up to me. <laughs> Adam's behind me, the 2T4 solstice. You're pretty good at making excuses I don't know, there. man. But anyway, so I was... I was yeah. going too wide into keyhole yeah, on the outside. That's a important part of being a racer, right? Is making excuses. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He is. He's the, the, the I don't make young much. boys coming along quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it was my first off this season, so I was going too wide into keyhole. Yeah, I'm not. Anyway, going too wide into the keyhole didn't really work out too well. Kind of plowed into the gravel. I think I got some air. It it was not smooth at all. Uh, how so? You started racing this year. How has uh, how has racing been treating you? How how was it to get into racing? Uh, it was a lot of research, mainly making the car sure, like making yeah. sure it was sorted, even right? Though, even though it's technically illegal. Whoa! Why is that? Your rear, your rear shocks. Oh, <laughs> Don't worry about that. I see rear shocks. <laughs> Anyway, didn't yeah, see nothing. I was mainly concerned about the cage and the safety. Like, I yeah. had to redo like the seat mounts and all that stuff. And what drew you to running SCCA versus NASA? I don't know. I had to keep up with you, man. STL oh, man. motivation I right think, here. I think I've influenced like five people to go to STL. 
Like a lot of people. I think just the amount of people on Sandbox, just STL. Yeah. And also, I know a lot of people from Heart Racing that run yep. STL. So, kind of. Chad Gilsinger. And his, well, his son. Well, he's had, running He's his, running T3. His son beat the doors off of me twice. Yeah, miles. <laughs> yeah, he's quick. He's. Yeah, he's If you want to talk about a guy with not much track experience, he did karts. And I think he jumped straight into a race His car. first race weekend. Yeah. I, uh, I was at the track with him at Gingerman last year. And he won his first race. Yeah. And he's, he won a second race. He's definitely pretty quick. Yeah, he was very good. I got second place both those races. Yeah, he's pretty young, yeah. too. I think he's early 20s or something like that. Yeah, he's a nice dude. I like yeah. that kid. He's a really nice kid. He's really humble. So how was uh, how was the season for you? But had, anyway, yeah, so... You had you had a few struggles. I had a few struggles. Well, I started... Yeah, every event has been something. So uh, I did the Waterford Hills Racing School, which was great. So that's how I got my novice. So then the first event was at Gingerman. About a day before I was supposed to load up, I broke a lower ball joint on the, my tow truck, my Tacoma. It's a little rusty, you know, but, you know, she does all right. Broke a lower ball joint about a block away from my house. Completely tore everything off the front right suspension. So axle, upper ball joint, tie rod, everything. So I had to fix that the day I was supposed to head out to Gingerman. But I got that all done. Got everything loaded up, headed out. And that was my first event. So I did pretty well. I think I actually won both of those races. Yeah, both days. <laughs> that was it. Those were my first two wins, man. Beginner luck. That was it. So then the next event was at Groton. Um, did a kind of a dumb thing in the first session. Forgot my hood pins. So a hood came flying up, destroyed my windshield. So I spent all day. A lot of us have done that. Yeah, I think everyone's done at least once, and they all learn their lesson. Yeah, well, I, I was telling you about when I did it in my lemons car, yeah. right? When yeah, I, you got those two pins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, it was at the shop, and we were just um, we were going to do a night race in in New Orleans, and so we got um, I think headlights went to pull apart and got them out of a suburban or something like that, and I just mounted them on the hood, and so I made some adjusters and stuff out of like some threaded rod, so I had this threaded rod sticking up like you know like probably six inches on the hood well super safe yeah and and i forgot the hood pins and i went out and and the hood flopped back and the threaded rod went right through the roof right next to my head <laughs> oh my so, <laughs> that's final i would have been the first right person there. killed by with their hood pins not in the car oh my God. jesus that's terrifying <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so so always put your hood pins in yeah <laughs> don't, don't forget because it destroyed my windshield destroyed my roof destroyed my sunroof skin so then instantly i was thinking about solutions what can i do because i need to do four events to qualify for runoffs so i hit up my boy adam Chapay. adam <laughs> what do i do i need to get lexan where do saturday. i get lexan <laughs> saturday at noon I don't know where you can buy Lexan, dude. <laughs> well, I was trying to find glass, so obviously no one had glass in the area. No one was even open on Saturday. The closest glass was, what, 200 miles away or something? Yeah, it was pretty far. Yeah, and they didn't want to put it in for you that day? No. Well, there's no way. Um, so I called my I, – I own a glass company, uh, not a car glass company. My dad and I do home glass, and we work on churches, and sometimes you cover the stained glass in churches with Lexan to, to preserve it. Fun and time. so we have a pretty good relationship with our supplier, and I also buy car stuff from him. I buy – like Sanford car windshields. And so I called him and these two dudes were just in the office, like for no reason. They shouldn't have been there. And one of them races boats and he's super into racing. And so he wanted like to talk. Boats? Yeah. Like, uh, op offshore boats or something. That's awesome. Uh, he wanted to talk racing for a while and I'm like, all right, so do you have this piece? And he had a cutoff that worked like perfect for you. 
Exact size. And you happened to be an hour and a half away. It was like two hours. Yeah, it was and, that. and he was leaving. So I said, can you hide it behind a dumpster or something? And it worked out. So you got your windshield changed by the middle of the night. Yeah, and you drove qualif- down there. And now you're going to qualify for runoffs because you made that race. So that was sweet. Yeah, that was a lot of work. Yeah. Getting that windshield off was insane. But you did well that weekend? Yeah, I did all right that weekend. I missed the Saturday race, but then I finished second on Sunday. That's all that really mattered. And then my third event was here at Mid-Ohio. Um, that was just recently, right? That was like two, three weeks ago or something like okay. that. Um, this is a problem that I knew was happening for a while. My oil pan gasket was leaking because you can never get that thing on there without mm-hmm. it leaking. So I knew it was leaking, but it wasn't really losing oil, so I didn't really care. And then yeah. about halfway through the first race on Saturday, the clutch started slipping. Yeah. So I thought the clutch was toast. That so I too. towed it home, took the clutch out, tranny off everything, and then I noticed it was just all the oil coming out of the oil pan. Just wicking up onto yeah, just going on the flywheel, clutch, getting the flywheel, the and it was just slipping. So had to put a new gasket on there, new okay. main seal. Replaced the clutch disc and then I kind of sanded down the flywheel yeah. and the pressure plate. And been fine since. Yeah, it's been fine since. So you've had a battle at least at every, two of the yeah, three. Every weekend, yeah, it's been something. Uh, today, what did you have to change? Tie rod? That's all. Yeah. And you lost when I went off, it was just a tie rod. Um, obviously, I'm not gonna run the splitter tomorrow because it's kind of toast. But yeah, it's got big old holes in it. We are gonna have fun tomorrow. Yeah, I couldn't really get a good lap time in. What? So what uh, what's your best time the here? The best time here was a 42.4. That mm. was two weeks ago. Pretty fast. Pretty fast when I don't got traffic, but <laughs> it's it's kind of rough having low horsepower. <laughs> it is rough. I'll give you that. You, I think we have probably similar horsepower. I just have a hundred some less pounds. You, yeah, I probably have I'd like so. eight What's or your compression? eleven to one. Well, I'm at like nine and a half. And it'll be good at one point six with a better cam and better head and better intake. Right, yeah. So we make the same power, but you're about a hundred yeah. pounds less than I am. Um, yeah. We, going up the straightaways, I can I can pull on you to the rate of maybe one car if I'm drafting. Yeah, like I, behind I can, I can get on you. I can get maybe a car length on you. And then there's a B16 wow. CRX who so fast pulls what like five bus links on us. Uh, it's, it's, it's faster than my B18. Yeah, there's a B16 car here that is faster than Mike's B18 car. B18 is yeah. Your, your B18 is above the limit, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's what's it's what's it's the. Yeah, yeah, forged internals and it's got. What's that? Eleven to one. Yeah. Um, uh yeah webcams so the the car what did your car make do you want to talk about power numbers uh, or no yeah yeah well when we dynoed it um and, and tuned it um it had like a really small diameter intake tube on it and i think it made 174 um and then i, I just put a bigger diameter intake tube on it and I haven't been back to the dyno but um i had to so i just bumped up the um the fuel trim so i had to bump it up like 10 percent to get it back there, so yeah. So my guess is, I don't know, one eighty-five, one ninety, maybe. That's pretty healthy. That's probably about what a, a good tie, a good GSR should make. Yeah, there's probably a little uh, more power in there, but not much. What uh, What do you have done to the trans on that thing? Oh, uh, the trans is it's a GSR trans with a Type R fifth and uh, Mugen limited slip. Um, so it's but yeah, it's nice the um, you know, but by putting the Type R fifth gear in there, it's it's. It's a, just a small jump. It's like a, um, I think it's like a 17% ratio change. Where, yeah, from fourth, where like in, I think in most transmissions it's usually like 24 to 28%, right? So, and the pr- the problem is, you know, when you're going, you know, when you're shifting and they're at like, you know, 115 or 120. I mean, you're a lot of arrow load, and and so if you, you know, drop down, you you just can't pull fifth. So we put that in there so that you can really 
you know, slot it into fifth and still pull. You need a four nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a 4.7 right now? Got a 4.7, but I need the, a 4.9. The first time when I, when I got in your car, I was the first one to practice at VIR. Yeah. And I thought something was broken because of your big, crazy clutch diff, that Mugen diff. Yeah. Like, it, I, I turned Plunk. around in the parking lot, I was going, chunk, 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 chunk. And I stopped, and I'm like, I think something's broken. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 that's just. <laughs> I still hate it. That uh, my diff that I bought, I bought I bought my clutch diff at that event. I met I met a dude that oh, delivered right. it to me, and when I put that thing in, it was the same way. But um, the uh, the maintenance on your car, what all kind of consumables has that thing needed in the last couple of years? Um, yeah, it's, you know it's really been pretty good. Um, I mean I'm on the I'm in the original rear brake pads. <laughs> That's another story, but. Um, they look brand new because I don't think I have rear brakes. I haven't figured that out why why that is yet. But um, no, Did really, you adjust your brake bias at all? Like, is it maybe completely off? No, it's 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 full to the back. It doesn't do anything. I know there's just it's like the rear brakes aren't there. So I got to fix that one of these days. You bleed it. What's that? It Does bleeds fine. Yeah, it bleeds fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I. I mean, you know, like I come off the track, and you know how the discs are nice and shiny. The back ones will still be like brown. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is. Well, but now, but now, usually I could outbreak people, but like you guys were killing me under braking, so now yeah, I actually you gotta have to break fix way it. Late. I almost ran you maybe <laughs> yeah, six I, times I fix that. going to the China Beach. But, yeah. I break at two and a half, two maybe. And I was breaking, breaking at five. Four, three, five. I, I was breaking at five, but so, but no, I mean the car's been pretty good. I mean I haven't really done much to it other than just you know kind of upgrade things here and there but i um you know a, a, after we found that that uh that crank you know that harmonic damper tell us about the <laughs> at vir this year you were at the vir majors oh yeah what yeah. did you do to your motor there oh well we need to start talking about racer yeah stories. lee just walked up we need to get lee in on racer stories yeah this oh yeah so it was at the majors this year and i um, couldn't believe it when, the, when I, was, I heard about this i was um who, yeah it was a bunch of other people on our forum I was racing against and uh, came came up through the uh, through the S's and what what's is that left hook there? What is that? Was that one they call that? The top the, of the S's? Yeah, the top of the S's. That left hander there. I can never south, remember the south name. Bend south bend. That's down, it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so that's fifth gear and and so I went. I was going to go down to fourth, like the top of fourth. I mean, yeah. you're, it's like you know, apex of like what ninety five miles an hour it's very there. Fast, ninety yeah. ninety five. South bend's very fast. And. Um, and I hit second instead of, and and, and 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 in that one, I mean, you know, you know, you have to downshift and there's romp on it to pull the car yeah. through, right? So I just downshifted and just stood on it, and immediately I'm like this, from fifth, fifth to second, to second. <laughs> and uh, and I thought, oh, this is not good at all. So bad. And uh, and but the motor kept running, so I I kept going, and then I got um, through Oak Tree and halfway down the rear straight and my oil pressure light came on thought ah, that's kind of weird so pulled into the pits <laughs> it's, and kinda, it's kind of weird after i yeah well but, but i mean RPMs. yeah but it was it was still it was still pulling so uh, pulled into the pits and i get out and uh, uh blake meredith was there he, he built the motor he was there yeah. and so he pulled over and we looked underneath and there's oil just pouring out from under it so i'm like man there's got to be a huge hole in the block there's man you know because i mean that's what happens when you like take a motor at who knows how many RPM and, um, you know, drug it back to the pits and looked at it and we're like, there's no hole. And I looked and there's, there's no crank pulley. There's the, the damper is gone. Yeah. I think I still have pieces of it in the trailer here. So the crank pulley is a metal hub 
with a rubber isolator and then a metal ring for the belts, right? Yeah, and the metal ring exploded. Just exploded. Yeah, it exploded from R- the RPM. And, and took out your what, oil filter? The oil filter. Uh, one chunk took out the oil filter. The other chuck, uh, chunk um, took a big gouge out of the crank pulley, wrecked the crank the pulley. Uh, uh, alternator pulley. Yeah, 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 the alternator pulley. And um, so uh, so we're like – and so did a compression check, and everything was fine. <laughs> So <laughs> it's uh, it's it, it's remote mounted, right? It, yeah, it's, his it's oil remote mounted up, mounted up, like in, in, the up in the front. So, um, so uh, just straight who's, exploded. Who, the crank who's pulley. the one guy that is lives near VIR? Chad. Chad, who has yeah. like everything Honda and then some. Yeah. Um. So I called him up, and he, of course, of course, he had the part, right? Yeah, Chad Slag. Yeah, Chad and, Slag uh, has all So we Hondas. went and got that, threw that on there, um, couldn't get the alternator out so decided to run it without the alternator and um another story that we'll talk about with lee yeah but i was telling you if you're gonna run without an alternator i remember texting you like yeah don't do it don't do it i said you have to put an alternator in the car or you need to bump the fuel trim up because yeah so i bumped the fuel trim up another like five percent and um fired up the motor and it was fine went out and ran the race the next day i mean i mean that motor i mean we're guessing it was probably twelve thousand. we zinged it to (laughs) Which so is, you hit redline and went another four thousand RPMs. Yeah, I mean, uh, and um, and we couldn't find any any of the pieces of the uh, the you know it was just gone. And then the next morning, I'm looking and I found a piece of the of the outer ring, like about um, a, a third of it, and it was embedded up underneath the um, the motor mount. I had to pull it out. It's jammed up on top. Yeah, it was jammed up under the motor mount. That's a serious it explosion. Had, yeah. That is serious. Yeah, it was big time shrapnel. That's ridiculous. But that poor but, motor. <laughs> I mean, if that would have been a stock motor, there would have been rods everywhere. Yeah, so you, I, I mean, so the fact that I spent money on a good motor, yeah, a rods, good bottom pistons, end, ARP meant that bolts, the motor ARP lived. I think. It's, so uh, it was and, money, and you had a good builder build it. Yeah, it was money well spent uh, because otherwise that motor would yeah, have been you'd everywhere. Be, you'd have been changing the motor. Yep. Interesting. <sighs> Freaking racing stories. Yeah. You were telling us a story about. Lemons racing today. Well, I was trying to tell you a lot of stories about well, lemons yeah, we, racing. We had a so you you your first wheel to wheel and some of your first track events were twenty four hour lemons and jump car races. Yeah, well, I that's kind of like you know I'd done autocross for like fifteen years. Yeah, I, like I think I was thirty five when I did my first autocross. I did that for like fifteen years on and off, and then uh, I think uh, you know I'd done one track day in um, oh, where was it in uh, in Rockford at. Uh, uh, what's the name of that uh, track? Blackhawk Farms. Blackhawk Farms, yeah. Yeah. With my 1988 Grand Am. Yeah, we've got a grid life event September 18 or 19 there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, cool. We're doing a one day event there. Yeah. So I had um, I had done one one track day back then in like 1996, I think it was. And uh, we started track days. Then. Yeah. First first track day. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was that um, Midwest Council Solo day. One or oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. These are the yeah. Solo Ones there. Yeah. And. Um, they still do that too. They do. Oh yeah, yeah. they, they yeah, do yeah, like an autocross day and then they do a, a race day. Um, but so I, I had done that, and I don't know if I'd done maybe one other track day somewhere along the way. And then um, you know our autocross buddies uh, had a MX3. Yeah, these MX3s. You yeah. So an MX3 is a car that no one remembers. Uh, it didn't do anything well when it was made. <laughs> And you no. love them as lemons cars. Oh, they're fantastic got, like, lemons Miata, cars. Front wheel drive Miata I think motor. I think like the 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 platform is a great platform. I mean, they handle like they're just 
It's no, it's the funnest car. No one can remember around. what an MX3 is. It's an Escort. So, it's a Ford Escort. <laughs> Everybody should go look it up. But it's it's yeah. a Ford Escort that doesn't look like it's a Ford Escort with like a swoopy shit. little body on. Yeah. And yeah. the Arrow's better than a Miata. It's front wheel drive, but it's got a Miata motor in it. So it's well, or, or you can be in bolt a uh, yeah. my Miata motor in in place yeah. of the one six. Okay. Four cylinder that came yeah, with it. Did you have a one eight in yours? A Miata one eight. Yeah, it's a Miata one eight. Yeah. Uh, you guys have a couple. Of, you guys had yeah, a couple of matches. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So Kevin Kevin Boswell built yeah. one of them and did really well. And so he invited me to go do a a lemons race down at PBIR, which is a twenty four hour. Does Kevin still work for DIY Auto? Team? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And uh, I met him years ago at the Grassroots Challenge, like two thousand seven yeah, yeah, yeah. or eight. Yeah. He's done tons of those. Yeah. He had a silver Escort four wheel drive converted. Uh, no, it was a um uh, pr- a protege. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Protege yeah. converted a four wheel drive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, he invited me down there to do that and I had never done anything like that. And, um, so I finally got in the car at like two or 3 AM and they put me in a car and belted me in and I'm thinking, what the heck am I doing here? You know, so I've never done wheel to wheel. Yeah, I was like 50 years old, never done any wheel to wheel. And <laughs> so they sent me out there and I did like a two and a half hour stint. My first, my first time out there. That's trial by fire. Man. Yeah. At night. It was That's crazy. Awesome. And, and I remember like battling, I remember like you know wondering how it was going to go and i did like one or two laps and started passing cars and after like two laps i'm like oh i've got this this isn't isn't that bad and then and then i remember battling with a um uh a uh, a crown vic right so i have a little mx3 we all remember our crown. first on track yeah with oh and I, I tell you those crown vics can really handle you know no, there's some guys can't. that can drive yes they can that's it's my story <laughs> And and I remember I battled. I finally got by the guy, and I was so happy. But I had no idea that I actually had to work to keep him behind me. So like the next corner, he passed me back again. I'm like, yeah. damn it! And I had to start all. That's but you know that lemons that was the start no of racecraft, though, right? When you know yeah. you get by someone, and then you got to figure out. Then you got to stay in front of them, right? So, yeah. But um, but no, that was that was that was a start. And then on the way back, um, you know, we decided we had too many drivers and out of cars. So I think we were. Just went through Jacksonville and the drive back, and I decided I was going to build mine. So we went, yeah. and I think that was that was um, well, well, that was a 24-hour race, right? It started 24 hours before New Year's and ended right at New Year's. I remember hearing about that race. Yeah, and it was. I just yeah. I remember being. We finished I remember second being in that race tired too. Hearing which about was that crazy. race. Yeah. That's a no, it's well, you know, it's we did one after that, but I mean, the thing about those races, like tw- I love 24-hour races. But those are tough because um, you get there in the morning and you spend all day setting up and you don't sleep. So by the time the race starts, you've already been up for like a day. Yeah, you're tired. Right? Yeah. So it's um, yeah. Those those are brutal, brutal. But I've man. I've come to really enjoy the 24 hour. You were races. saying that you like the the stint when it starts when the sun starts. Oh yeah. To me, the best stint ever in racing is when the the sun up stint in a 24 hour race because like it's dark out and then you you start to see the sun coming up and then uh, I did one out in Button Willow. And like every lap when the sun's coming up, it's yeah. coming up so quick that every time you go around, it's a different look. Like it sounds so magical. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It, it is. I awesome. mean, you're just you're just going as fast as you can, and and, and you gotta and like it, yeah, it's move beautiful. your hand to a different spot yeah. in front of your visor. Yeah, in yeah. turn one or whatever. Yeah, it's it's great. If I ever get a chance to do like sunrise stints, oh, that's, that's like so that's rad. like my my choice. How many uh, lemons or chump events have you think you've done? Um, you, for a while, you lost your mind doing that. Yeah, like I've done uh, 40. Yeah? <laughs> Which, That's a lot of Enduros, man. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, 40 Enduros of seven hours or more or more. Wow. Most of them, most of them. There's a couple we haven't finished. 
but we've won i think our hong north team we've won like 10 lemons chump yeah uh, you've won a lot of lemons races yeah um you've flown out to california a few times to race the snowmobile powered uh miata yeah balto yeah Yeah, car's fun (laughs) what's what's it like driving like a cvt snowmobile powered miata it's weird um (laughs) no shit (laughs) well and 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 i think you've talked about i mean the the, you know there's the pull start which i think you know people have heard about on this podcast which is which is just it's a novelty right it's really cool the first time i drove it it had a three-cylinder yamaha it was out at um uh the the track out in seattle um the ridge which is really really a cool track if you, can, if you ever get a chance to drive that track, that's one of my favorites, actually. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, and uh, they, had, I think they'd done one race before, and uh, somehow I got hooked up with the guys to go out and do that. I didn't know them. I just showed up out there. You know, they said I could, you know, they're looking for a driver, and um, and, and it went pretty good. Um, and, yeah, it's weird because, you know, with the, with the Snowmobile CVT, the – so i've learned a lot from these guys on it not that i ever want to yeah. build one of these myself <laughs> but but like so so like the test days the big thing that you tune is you tune the clutch because you always want it really? to run yeah so you always want it to run at maximum or, or at at maximum torque whatever that rpm okay. is right that makes sense and, and the way you do that is you tune the clutch so there's there's springs and weights and stuff like that in these in these in this these you know uh, uh so it's like a, centri- like a centrifugal clutch yeah exactly belt yeah, and then and then you know these things pinch in and pinch out to change the ratio. So you have a primary and a secondary that that one goes one goes in and gets narrower while the other one goes out and gets wider. So okay. it changes, like so. So the whole thing is you know you want to be able to come out the corner and mat it and have it like I th- I think it's like at n- around nine thousand RPM. <laughs> so you just mat it what? and it goes to nine thousand and you're accelerating and nothing changes it just stays there. yeah you're just going it doesn't seem like you're going faster but you are no, no somewhere in the i've seen it austin's got it edited and he was never super happy with the length of it he's got a sweet video of this thing so i'll push him to i'll push him to put it up on yeah. track tune the youtube yeah. channel it's awesome video yeah it's it's cool because the thing is I, I remember them saying that this the, the first one they put anyway the engine and transmission was 83 pounds <laughs> <laughs> and there's no electrical system so you strip all the electrics out of it, it yeah, runs yeah. it runs on like a magneto and i think they have a little like this really dinky battery yeah. just to run like little accessory stuff and the fuel pump is like this weird like suction thingy that it just somehow i don't even know how it works is but it it's, like it's driven weird, off the motor or no yeah it's like a little it, it's yeah it's like a little diaphragm thing driven off the motor that sucks yeah. It's weird, and but at the first race, so I'm driving it. I get out in the first stint, and I'm like about a half an hour, and all of a sudden, bang! There's there's just mm. this huge bang, and I can f- feel it in the floorboards, and then the engine shuts off, and you know they they pull me in, and, and we're looking at it, and can't figure out what's what's broken, and so they just pull the pull start, and it starts up again, and so I went out, and it was running. You know, we put a new belt on, and everything went out, and they had um they had um e- EGT sensors on each of the three pipes. Right. And I noticed that the center one was not hot at all, just dead, right? So the second, you know, middle cylinder was dead. Okay. So we pulled in, and uh, so then, you know, they, they pull the plug and start pulling the motor over, and, this, you know, the, the piston isn't moving. Yeah. And they look, there's a big hole in the block. But I guess those blocks, they're three individual crankcases. So you could just run without a cylinder. So, all's, yeah, all, all's we did is, is we just pulled the plug, and we ran for, like, 12 hours on two <laughs> cylinders. <laughs> 
that's and, and finish mid pack. But you know the neat part was is that that car was so fast that you know on three cylinders you weren't racing a lot of people, but on two cylinders we were racing like we yeah. were mid pack. Probably more fun. And, huh? Oh, I remember racing. So we, we had this two you know three cylinder slash two cylinder snowmobile powered Miata, and I was racing a um, a Dodge minivan for like two hours. <laughs> just on going track. back on track yeah going back with and forth with a minivan yeah. battle <laughs> battle with your crown vic and dodge minivans. yeah and i'm pretty sure the minivan had Sick. had like wood sides on it was it a turbo minivan um it might have been it's those it was, things it was pretty quick those things went it was, down it was pretty quick yeah. they got it that's right <laughs> but um but then after that they um you know put a new motor in it and then i think i went out to sears point yeah and that one was a lot that was a hot rod. I think they said that was 118 to the wheels. How much does that thing weigh? Um, I, th- I think without the driver, it's around 1,300 pounds. Jeez. And 400 and, pounds. Yeah. Well, that well, yeah, but but the thing is, it's it's a carbureted two-stroke, and it just burns through gas like crazy. Oh yeah. So they put a so it's it it has a 24-gallon cell in the back, the max in the trunk cell. of a Miata, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, we have we have to take it's oil Smoke. it's oil injected, so you got to add oil. Yeah. Um, but the big problem we had was blowing belts off the thing. Every once in a while, belts would just explode, and we didn't know why there were these you know Kevlar belts. That's so ridiculous. But yeah, it's it's fun because it's like um, it's it, so at, at 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 Sears Point, you know, the course they run there, it's got um, there's like a carousel. I, I think an IndyCar on the back side, they just go straight, but um, I think. And maybe NASCAR too, but there's this there's this mm-hmm. carousel that comes around, and it's this, this 180 degree downhill thing, and and in that Miata, we're just so much faster than everyone through there that yeah. that I mean, there's there's cars all hung out there, and I would like it was like a slalom, like autocrossing, making like three or four moves, passing people oh, as I'm so weaving weird. around uh, around there in this. That's gotta car. be so yeah, fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, has does that car finish races? Yeah, we've come so close to winning a couple yeah. times. I mean, um, you've flown out there to drive it what two or three times? Three times, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if they ask me to go out there, I just can't say no. It's yeah. just it's just too much fun. And it's a good group of guys. Yeah, and yeah. But yeah, we were. Um, I think, yeah, the last time was it the last time? No, no, the second to the last time I was out there. We were running a couple hours to go, and I was just coming up. Um, I was probably about twenty seconds behind the leader. Just gonna pass him, and we were. Um, we were getting low on gas, and yeah. you know the radio wasn't working good. And I thought, I, I you know I can't go. I got to wait. I, no matter what, I'm coming in the next lap. And I ran out, ran out of gas on the back straight. Oh, you're stuck. Yeah, yeah. That's a bummer. I hate it when you run out of gas. But yeah, that car. I mean, it it, it the big thing is if we can just keep the belts on it. Yeah. You know, it'll it'll win a race. It's it's always a, a bridesmaid, lot, a lot of but fun. fast enough to be yeah. the fastest car there. Is it the fastest car at Lemons event? No, there's some. I mean, it's it's up there. There's some yeah. other fast cars. It probably makes speed in such different yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, you can you can. Pa- it's easy to pass people in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's like anything in any lemons team. I mean, it, a fast car isn't nearly enough. And no. we we had, I mean, it, it, you know, any time that we've won, it's because we've had uh, you know all drivers that are are pretty quick. Yeah. You don't have anyone that. Um, oh, I heard one team at Daytona call them a bleeder. They said. You know, we said, yeah, we got all of our drivers are about the same speed. They're all pretty quick. And the, the one guy on the other team goes, oh, you don't have any bleeders on your team. <laughs> <laughs> bleeders? Yeah, yeah. You know, those are the guys that are like 10 seconds a lap slower. And yeah. like, you know, in one Blow stint, they cost you like eight laps. Yeah, that would be a bleeder. Yeah. So. 
Well, we're into this thing for about an hour. Let's stop this and do another show. Want to say bye? Bye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>